This episode of the Hubcast is brought to you by Impact Live, August 6th and 7th in Hartford. Hey, it's not too late to register. You can register now at impactbnd.com slash live and use the code Hubcast to get 15% off. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Where in the World is Marcus Sheridan? Yes, today, this week, he is down under in Australia. But never fear, our girl, Steffi B, is here. Steph, thanks for coming back. (laughs) I like it. Thank you. I worked hard on that intro. So It it was solid. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for always covering Marx's butt for me. Oh, that's what I'm here for. (laughs) I, uh, I asked Steph today to bring me her inbound breakout highlights for inbound, which is coming up in just about a month and a half, maybe a little less. And session registration is going to be starting in the next two weeks or so. And you also shared with me something that I actually didn't really know about, which was HubSpot Village. Break it down for us. Yeah. So uh, in past years, inbound has become a little less HubSpot centric. And as we know, has diversified the types of speakers and sessions they have. And so they started creating this little subsection specifically for the HubSpot talks, the ones like you and I typically give. Mm -hmm. And then it became like, well, let's combine that with a place for people to meet and talk with, whether they're a customer or they want to be a customer, um, people at HubSpot. Then they uh, pulled in the hugs as well, the HubSpot user groups. And so now they have this whole area called HubSpot Village. And uh, the BCEC is the huge conference center where everything is. And the Westin is the hotel connected to it. And so uh, where they previously had some sessions, they took that whole section of the Westin and just turned it into HubSpot land which I love. You walk in, it's like orange and there's sprockets everywhere and there's HubSpotters everywhere. It's just a fun feeling. I hope it looks like they turn it into like a Willy Wonka type. (laughs) They kind of do. I think I have a picture of last year I can give you to put in the show notes um, and I bet they'll (laughs) only step it up this year. So they said uh, on their site that the HubSpot Village is a space at Inbound that celebrates the community of customers and general attendees alike who want to learn more about growing better with HubSpot. So they actually have sessions this year that are uh, run by HubSpot Academy professors, HubSpot experts, hug leaders, and I'm doing one. Yes. Uh, there's, they're like workshops, there's panel discussions, and these are kind of a secret, like we're letting you in on a secret right now, because yeah. these are not on the full inbound agenda. They're actually on the HubSpot Village website. And so you do have to register ahead of time. There's limited space. Um, there's like round tables of chairs. And so limited space, and they're going to be checking people in. So you want to get in on these, um, we'll obviously put the link in the show notes, but they are going to have a bunch of different sessions. Mine is building your first website chatbot. It's actually a guided workshop. So I'm going to walk through some best practices. We're going to take a look at the tool and then we're all going to sit down and build a chatbot right in the session. Dang, that's going to be so dope. I'm pretty excited. It's going to be cool. Uh, so make sure you sign up or check out the other ones if that's not one you're interested in. And I guess they're doing free professional headshots in HubSpot Village too. I just found out wow. uh, Wednesday and Thursday from 11 a.m. to noon, they're doing free headshots. Okay. That's cool. I wonder how long the line's going to be. I don't know. I was thinking that too. <laughs> See how they put it during lunch? They're like, you will not eat at inbound. That's how this works. Yeah. <laughs> you can get professional headshots or, or lunch. food. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Uh, but that was... 
I'm pretty excited about this and seeing the site go up. I think it went up yesterday or the day before. Uh, it's pretty cool. They did a good job on it. That's awesome. And if you do not show up to build your first website chatbot and you haven't built your first website chatbot, you are, as they say, smoking too many doobies. <laughs> you got to go check it out. And it's linked up in the show notes. So go on over to impactbnd.com slash hubcast. This is episode 236 to check it out. Yes. And I did, I just Googled like HubSpot Village and inbound and it comes up. So if you can't find it, awesome. it. What about some inbound breakout sessions? Yeah. So, you know, there's a couple other like quote real inbound sessions that I have flagged that I want to see. Um, and I, I picked out three to tell you guys about today. So one of them is how to find inspiration where others see only limitations. It's, uh, I really just liked the title of that one. When I saw it, it caught my eye reading the description. And it's Tanya Katan, I think is how you say it, um, who's an LGBT plus Q, LGBTQ plus, wow, I can't talk, person, and CEO of a company called Creative Trespassing. And so it's so cool to just see like a badass queer woman coming to share this like inspirational talk. And I normally don't really get interested in the inspirational talks, but it sounds like there's some really tactical things like how to look at this article. And instead of saying, well, we can't turn it into an infographic saying, what can we do? And it, it looks like there's going to be some really tactical specific things. So overall, I'm excited for that one. Awesome. Um, there's another one uh, by Nadia Koha. It's how growth by content, how to drive massive organic without a big budget, which like, who doesn't want that? That's yes, perfect. Um, and I also met Nadia last year. We got to hang out at a happy hour. She is a badass chick and I loved seeing her talk. So I definitely want to, yeah. I know that's, that one's going to be good for sure. Um, and then finally our own fan friend of impact, impact elite member and Hubcast listener Bella Vasta is talking about one of my favorite topics, how Facebook groups can flood your inbound marketing and convert into revenue. Heck yeah. What's up, Bella? Yeah. That's awesome. You can learn more about any of these in the show notes. These are all going on on Wednesday at various times. And if you're registered for Inbound, check your email. You should have gotten a notification on when you're able to actually register for your sessions. I think my date was like August 5th. Oh, I'm conveniently the morning after Impact Live for sure. Yes, I'm the morning of Of. rehearsal day. So So favorite those sessions now, build out your agenda now so that it's just a couple button clicks. Exactly. I feel like I'm always registering for like college courses. I'm like, I got to get in the 8 a.m. class I want. (laughs) Exactly. I got to get the good time. Yeah. Yes. All right. I want to bring in some service hub reporting to the report on this segment. So for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be looking at some different ways to report on different things in the service hub. But today I want to kind of just start with some of the basics with tickets. So in our custom reporting, a lot of it is centered around objects, which we've talked about many times and tickets are one of our major objects. And if you haven't used tickets or you're just starting to use tickets, they function just like deals and honestly, a lot like just contacts. Um, So you can pull things into reporting like your ticket status, a ticket owner to kind of build some of those standard reports. However, with things like cross-object reporting, you can report not only on 
those tickets, but on contact data that's associated with those tickets. So I'm excited to be pulling some really interesting um, service of reports around tickets. But one of the first ones that I found really interesting as I was pulling it, or an interesting example of something that you might want to do is, let's say you're a SaaS company using HubSpot uh, tickets for customer support. You could create a report that shows the number of tickets opened by your customers broken out by their contact owner. So not the ticket owner, the person that's servicing that ticket, but by the person that owns that contact, which is likely your sales rep, maybe like a customer success manager or something like that, somebody that was involved on the front end of that deal. So you're able to see how many of your reps or your success managers are having maybe a disproportionate number of tickets Jeez. submitted. <laughs> so maybe they're setting some wrong expectations in the sales process or things like that. And I pulled this report um, in a couple different portals and just found it super interesting to see. So, sometimes it's you know kind of clean across the board and it, it kind of averages out. And sometimes you'll see there's a few reps that their customers or the deals that they worked have a lot more tickets submitted. And that's a great place for managers to step in and say, hey, let's look, let's dive into these tickets. We can even pull information like, okay, what was the ticket category? Like what was the specific issue? And then we can jump into, all right, how do we fix this? How do we mitigate this? And how do we educate better in the sales process so that we're not overloading our support team with unnecessary tickets? I love it. I've been using tickets a lot lately, actually, for a couple different things. And I, I'll fully admit I've been slacking on the reporting aspect. That really gives me some interesting ideas. Good. Good. Yes. And if there's any, if any of you listeners are using tickets or have just started or thinking about starting and have any thoughts or questions on reporting on that end of things, shoot me an email. I'm cduffy at impactbnd.com. Let me know and we'll totally talk about it in the next report on this. If you're coming, if you're not coming to Impact Live, uh, but you are a client of Impact, you have a ticket in my system. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We may have to bring in some of the interesting ways that Impact and other people are using the tickets functionality. Um, because I found that maybe 50% of the people that I see using Service Hub are using it for just like the standard customer support, submit a ticket functionality. A lot of people are using it for a lot of different, like just kind of board views and to track all kinds of different things. We're doing it for some outreach stuff. So it's super interesting. Yeah. Agreed. I got something on my mind and it has to do with some of our HubSpot product updates this week. Two things. HubSpot announced I guess last week, now that you're listening uh, to this episode when it goes live, they've released their email marketing tool and their ads tool into the free version of HubSpot. I'm just going to let that sink in. Email marketing tool and the ads tools are in the free version. So I have some thoughts here, but Steph, what do you think is, is the play here for HubSpot? Well, first of all, like you haven't said hashtag made it free. I mean, they made hashtag it free. Made it free. <laughs> they made it free, like for real. Um, I, it's interesting. I've talked to so many people who I talk about HubSpot and they say there's this free version. I'm like, oh, but it, it's not the email part. And they're like, that's the part I need. And so they're still mm-hmm. using 
these multiple systems. So I, I think that the play is like, if you're actually using the free version to get people really not even bought in, but like loving and, and being successful with the tools to the point where they want to or need to upgrade, you can't really do that without the total all-in-oneness that is HubSpot. And yep. I think it's such a huge portion of that is email. Um, so I, I really think you just can't prove how amazing HubSpot is on a free version without having the email as a, as a tool in there. Agreed. Yeah. I think it's a great move. I think, you know, on the CRM side, you can really start with the free version of essentially what is, or people use as the sales tools and get a lot out of it and see the value right away with, you know, the, the small limitations or the big limitations, I guess, that you get um, with things like snippets and templates and, and things like that. But on the marketing side, I totally agree. You know, if you can't email and you're starting with the free tools, then you're basically having to patch together these different tools. So to be able to just start right away on the email side. Um, and I think, you know, the ads tools you get, and we're going to talk about it a little bit more later, you get a, up to $1,000 a month spend, which isn't huge. But, you know, for people that are looking at the free tools, that could be huge for them, um, for the small business and the entrepreneur to just be able to track your tool or your ads in the tool um, is is really awesome. And one of the, the cool things that I could see happening with this is companies who start with the sales hub, which we're seeing a lot more of now, yeah. sales teams going straight to the sales hub without their marketing teams necessarily on the marketing hub, um, because they have access to these free tools in their portal, although in a limited capacity, they may get in there and test them out and eventually switch over to HubSpot for marketing because it's you know seamless with the sales tools. And so I think that's also kind of a play there to you know give the sales team a little bit more something something when they're in yeah, the portal. Definitely. Speaking of a little more something something, <laughs> what a segue. Impact Live, you've heard us talk about it. It is coming up in less than two weeks from when this episode will air, but it is not too late to register. You can still use the promo code HUBCAST, H-U-B-C-A-S-T, to get 50% off any of our ticket types. It is August 6th and 7th. It's in Hartford, Connecticut. We would absolutely love to see all of you there. And if you are coming please, please, please hit us up. Introduce yourselves to us if you haven't met us before. Um, and if you have, we are so excited to see you. Yes, couldn't agree more. I love getting to see everybody in person and just watch everybody soak up all of this, this great information. Yeah, and if you're not going, get ready to hear about it afterwards. Get ready to have some FOMO. Yes. All right, I got a wish list item. This came up for me this week with a client and I just, I already knew it was a thing, but it just was like rubbing salt in an already open wound. It is filter deals by associated products. I don't even think I need to read the description <laughs> that was put in here. Basically when you're in the deals view and you're creating filters, you can't create a filter for the products that are associated with deals. And honestly, you know, the products tool to me is supposed to be able to replace 
having a custom deal property where a rep selects the products or services that are related to that deal, right? Yeah. Um, So this limitation honestly makes it feel like I have to do both or I just have to still do a custom deal property because I want to be able to sort by product in that deal view. Um, It's important for things like I encountered it again this week just on impact side. Impact sales team uses a custom deal property for our potential deals that, you know, have maybe they're looking at four of our different services. And so we need to be able to mark those four things. And I just care about one service and that's our HubSpot training. And so I need to just be able to filter out the HubSpot training deals. And because I can't do that with the products tool, we have to have a custom deal property for it. If you agree please go in and vote it up. Vote it up. In the show notes. Help us. There's not even a limited number of votes you can use anymore either. Remember back when you only had like 12 votes you could use or whatever? No, I don't remember that. That that was a thing for a while. I remember being like, oh, I got to conserve my votes. Oh my gosh. It was probably four years ago, but now I go in there and I'm like, I can vote all the things. So go vote it up. Yes, please exercise your right to vote it up. (laughs) All right. We already talked a little bit about two of our HubSpot product updates. First one being free email marketing tools. Um, Really not too much to say here other than the limitations that you get, which is the major piece uh, that you want to be aware of, is you can do 2,000 email sends a month. So if you're doing like active email marketing, that's probably not going to be enough for you unless you're a super small business with super small lists. Um, and you also have list tool limitations in the free tools. I think it's like you could do five of each type of list or something like that. Um, so just something to be aware of if you're looking at the free tools. I like, I like that they did that though, because I foresaw when they announced a free email tool, that was the first thing I looked for was the, yeah. the number of email sends because otherwise you're going to find companies are dumping all of their contacts into this free email tool and sending oh, yeah. all the emails. And then the second you want to upgrade, it's like, wait, we have... 300,000 contacts. This is going to cost so much more. And who knows what the quality of these contacts are. I was like getting anxiety thinking about it. Totally. And I saw that there was a limit and it's a limit for good. Yes. Yeah. Um, The other thing that's important is you can't connect an email sending domain with the free tools. So, you know, we couldn't connect our at impactbnd.com sending domain, which basically means that email providers can see that your marketing emails are coming from HubSpot and that can potentially harm the deliverability of your emails. So I'm curious to see whether this becomes an an issue for people, whether people have issues ending up in spam folders um, just using the free email marketing tools or not. I would say it's very... uh going to test people's ability to maintain a clean contact database and truly opt people in. Yes. Yeah. Again, a limit for good. Agreed. (laughs) And the free ads tools we mentioned, really the limitations there are managing up to $1,000 a month of ad spend. And that's across two accounts. So Facebook, LinkedIn, Google ads, two total accounts you can connect there. And that's a thousand a month total. Um, They also kind of threw in here on the side, they did with this release a new lead ad creation user experience. Um, Pretty much just aligns better with the existing 
user interface for the rest of the tools. You can build your lead ads right within the HubSpot tools. Nice little uh, ad there. And last but certainly not least, there has been a Zoom integration update finally. Finally. We can now see webinar data on the contact timeline for Zoom. Yay. There are certainly still some things on our wish list for the Zoom integration, but this is definitely a big step in the right direction. Um, So a couple of the things that you can now do and see on the contact timeline with the Zoom integration, we can see who registered and attended your Zoom webinar on the contact timeline. You can see how long that contact attended your webinar in the timeline event itself. And you can segment your list based on contacts who registered, attended, registered, but did not attend, their attendance duration, and the attendance duration percent. So what percentage of the webinar they attended. And you can use new contact properties, including total number of webinars attended, total number of webinars registered for, and average attendance duration for a single contact. I'm so excited about that part. Can you imagine like looking at a contact that, that registered for like 14 webinars and never attended a single one. And then I was thinking about this as soon as I saw this, I want to start sending a, Hey, we know you always register for our webinar and never join us live. So here, sign up to get the recording. (laughs) Let's call a spade a spade. Exactly. I love it. And you know, it's something that I think the go-to webinar integration was pretty thorough or robust in terms of what we would see on the contact timeline and the data that we would get. And, you know, I think a lot of people were using Zoom for other things. And so they tried switching over to Zoom webinars, kind of assuming that it would be similar. Hmm. Um, and it just wasn't like, it's just very bare bones. So I'm, I'm really glad that they're putting the time and effort into updating this and making it better. And Me too. if you're using that, you're going to be very excited. Um, one side note is you do need to go into your integration settings and hit update in order to set this live. So it's not going to automatically go live in your portal. And I think your Zoom admin might have to do it actually. Yeah, that would make sense. Because I had to have someone else at Impact do it. <laughs> yes. Good note, Steph. <laughs> yeah. So make sure that you go in and do it if you are using the Zoom integration as soon as possible so that you can get that data ASAP. Well, hey, Steph. Yes. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me. I am always happy to come chat. You are just always here for us (laughs) and me and the Hubcast community very much appreciate that. Hey, if you are listening and you're interested in partnering with us and sponsoring the Hubcast, if you want us to blow you up on some episodes, you can head on over to the Advertise with Impact page. There's a big old link up in the show notes. We actually have other opportunities as well um, for other podcasts and other uh, content. Um, with impact. We love partnering with people. If you're listening on iTunes, head on over, leave us a review. We love hearing your feedback. We love uh, just making the show better. So give us your comments. Tell us uh, how all your favorite episodes have Stephanie on them. Yeah, do that. Maybe we'll just kick Marcus out. (laughs) I listen to it for Marcus too. So we can't. (laughs) Exactly. Um, yeah, shoot me an email at cduffy at impactbnd.com if there's a burning question that you have about HubSpot, if you 
have a wish list item, anything. We love to hear from you guys. And until next time, this is Karina Duffy and Stephanie Bayoki saying to you, get out there and get after it. <laughs>